Hello and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and I've got Tommy here with me as well. Hey, Tommy. Good morning, Danny. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I wanted to um, take today and sort of uh, go through what we heard about yesterday with the future of SharePoint. And first off, it's it's wonderful that SharePoint does have a future. And it's very bright. Yeah. It's very bright. I'm it's, excited. And when I started seeing the um, the, the little S in the uh, Office 365 menu change over to sites, I was, I was worried about SharePoint for a little while there. Sure. Like, we, are we going to start sort of, it's going to be in the background and it's just another commodity service. But it uh, looks like they're going to actually call it SharePoint in the, in the menu as well. I saw that yesterday, and that, that's good to see. And, man, there was a lot of stuff introduced. What was, uh, at a high level, what were some of the big takeaways that you got from yesterday's event? Well, you know, what I, what I saw is there's been a lot of experimentation in Office 365 where you see things like Delve and your personal profile on Delve, the cards in Delve, the blog capability for your personal blog in Delve. And it, it seems like they were experimenting with that and getting people's feedback and, and getting the usage of that and testing it out there and that's starting to move over to be mainstream within mm -hmm. SharePoint. Um, for me, that's exciting to see that they're making investments, trying to improve it um, innovating quickly and then incorporating that into SharePoint, but not just putting it in SharePoint, but making it extensible in mm -hmm. SharePoint. So I saw two sides of the coin. One is let's make the user experience as simple as possible and let's bring kind of best of breed concepts that are outside of SharePoint and, and other kind of platforms that have been helpful. Test that out and then bring it into the fold and then give the developers the capability to do it as well as the SharePoint development team at Microsoft. So we're, we're working off the same framework and using the standard technologies and tools out mm -hmm. there like Gulp and Git and, and um, you know, Node.js and Angular um, to take those things where those have matured over time mm -hmm. and not come up with something different, but embrace what's out there that is in the mainstream. So as that continues to get better and, and, and innovates on its own cycle, um, we're not left in the SharePoint world building on five-year-old tools and technologies, but we're using the latest and greatest. So mm -hmm. um, some great things on both fronts. I think from the user front in terms of you know cleaner, um, better UI mm -hmm. um, that's mobile responsive um, that takes into account um, some more advanced features that are simplified in the user experience to the extensibility and the development capabilities that you have um, today and, and moving into the future. One of the, the parts that I like is where they were talking about the different types of sites that SharePoint is addressing, like team sites, you know, publishing, you know, you know sort of recognizing that some people are using it for, you know, uh, more general uh, get the message out types of sites for team collaboration and then for apps. It was kind of neat to see them sort of recognizing how, how different folks are using SharePoint. Right. Yeah. And I think that um, they, they've simplified mm -hmm. that for the user where there's two templates. There's yeah. the team site template 
and then there's the publishing mm-hmm. um, versus having 50 to templates to, to deal with or to choose from. And so they're looking at, you know, what's the 80-20 rule of what are people really using SharePoint for? They're using it yeah. for a team site or using it for kind of a landing page where they want to control the content there. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's, that's a good thing. Um, also, what I saw, and I don't know if you noticed this, is I've seen a lot of innovation in the Office 365 groups. And as yeah. they were showing team sites, I said, I wonder if they're going to bring into the fold groups as a part of that team site experience. Mm-hmm. And they provision a group when mm-hmm. you create that team site, which I thought was awesome because that you know ends up giving you a really rich experience that you can follow that team site across the whole Office 365 platform, that this team site is not just this separate thing that just sits in SharePoint, mm-hmm. but it, it blows out the infrastructure um, across the board on Office 365 to allow that team to collaborate and discover other people and discover content. Yeah, you sounded pretty excited, wasn't that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like you were, uh, that, that, that was, you were glad to see that they had made that connection, which was, was cool. Um, some other things, what's the deal with, uh, I guess, with what, we're, what we're seeing with Power Apps? I mean, we've heard of Power Apps before yesterday. And then this new, you know, when I showed up this morning in my in my uh, Office 365 menu, I saw Flow, and I and that was a, a for me a new thing. Uh, what's with some of these new apps that um, or apps or what? I'm not sure. I'm sure what I should call them, but these new features that are coming out. And yeah, and I'm not the the most well versed on those, but the way I look at it in my initial understanding mm-hmm. is when you look at Flow. Flow is um, has some aspects of it like IFTT, mm-hmm. if this then that, um, where you can take an event that you know, ends up um, kicking off a, another action. Um, it's very similar to me from a workflow perspective, mm-hmm. um, where you can you know allow something to happen when a new document is added. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the common things that I would do manually? post adding a new document, um, what notifications would I want. Um, so some of that capability that you saw in SharePoint designer workflows, mm-hmm. um, now you're getting capability on the multi-tenant Office 365 environment to do some lightweight workflow um, and integration with other platforms and making that a little bit more point and click and um, WYSIWYG like. Yeah. And then I see the Power Apps is, you know, uh, a way to launch over into Azure and, and have you know some customizations there that you can hook into. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of the story I see as it relates to some of the custom applications um, that we build um, can be as power apps. And then the SharePoint framework is where it gets exciting, where that now that's where we can do what have been web part development in the mm-hmm. past. Um, kind of customizations to the SharePoint kind of user experience mm-hmm. versus something that's kind of side-loaded to SharePoint. Um, so that, that framework um, is something that you know we've been looking for. We've anticipated in some sense that that had to come sooner or later. And now that that is out there publicly, um, 
there's uh, a roadmap, there's a vision there that we know that it's going to be in place. And as we build things, we can fit into that future of building things that will um, easily um, adapt to the SharePoint framework. Mm -hmm. Now, the, it's not out yet, but the SharePoint app, how excited are you about that? I think that's nice. I think yeah. one of the things, you know, when you would go browse SharePoint within kind of a mobile responsive UI that comes with SharePoint, or you'd use some of the apps that are out there, it was just overcomplicated. Yeah. You know, it really um, didn't uh, lend itself to a good user experience. And so I think as there is a, a sense of SharePoint, some commodities commoditization of that where you're trying to make it a simple mm -hmm. you know base experience so having a team site and a publishing site versus having 30 templates mm -hmm. um, if that is you know simplified and shrunk down then some of your standard consumption of SharePoint you can have richer apps that um, are allow you to get to the content that you have there mm -hmm. so as you can see um, you know the ability to go in and and drive down to your content or that content to discover you the whole office graph um, where I'm interacting with you I'm viewing certain documents and all of a sudden it says well oh, you know based on this relationship and the content you have let's show you something else mm -hmm. that might be of interest to you so you know with organizations content is you know just you just think about how much electronic documentation that goes on in an organization just even an organization our size to have a technology, the machine learning mm -hmm. that goes into building something like Delve, where that's getting integrated into your SharePoint experience versus going off to Delve. Yeah. You know, I've been a big Delve um, proponent and then our morning brews, I've been showing that every once in a while, but it's it's separate. Mm -hmm. So now they're taking some of those you know rich experiences, baking those into the SharePoint experience and then allowing that to surface all the way up to their native apps mm -hmm. um, that you take on the go. So I, I think it becomes um, a good balance of what um, things that are held in tension, which is making it simple for the user, yeah. predictable for the user, easy to get going with it, kind of point and click and run, and, and you can use the, the platform with an extensibility um, story. Mm -hmm. And when you get into other products that are out there, um, SharePoint hasn't been as polished as other collaborative platforms. Now you're seeing that polish on the UI, but they're not abandoning, you know, the developer capabilities, mm -hmm. which that that's tough to do. Yeah. And, and so I'm excited to see how Microsoft is doing well and holding those two things in tension. It was funny, you and I talking um, this morning about um, the mobile app experience and, and how, uh, I mean, this is quite similar to one, some of the things that we saw like from Jive, you know, several years ago with the you know, sort of in, the intranet on your mobile device. Um, and it's, I, I think it's one of those things I know we hear time and time again for the projects that we do, we cover, you know, what, what sort of mobile access do you have? To this content because it's become it has become most one of the most almost arguably more important than your desktop right you know how do, how are people accessing this information and for them to see it um, I mean I think we're seeing it in a couple of ways one is 
you know, the recent improvements to the, the OneDrive app and accessing, uh, you know, site content from, from that app, which you were showing me this morning, um, you know, to just being able to go browse your intranet uh, through your um, mobile device right. and having a, you know, a really nice experience with doing that, how that, that's really important to people. Right. Yeah. To, to take it on the go. Yeah. We're, we're such a mobile, um, we're in that mobile era that everything you want to do, you want to be able to access it from your mobile device. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking at my son last night and, uh-huh. and Alex is, you know, sitting there. Um, we've got the TV on, but he's spending all of his time on this, you know, small, say five inch screen. Yeah. Doing, consuming everything on the internet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I've got this TV, large TV, yeah. and then I've got a laptop in my lap, and um, you know that the the next generation consumes things on on the go, and they want this one device to do everything, you know, mm-hmm. from taking pictures and video to you know being their phone to being their internet device. Sounds like some good quality family time too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's we've how many screens yeah. does everybody have up in the room? We have yeah, when you have more yeah. you've got more screens than people. That's awesome. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. I mean that's yeah, that's a different podcast. That's we a different that's all down down that I'm path. sorry. I'll, just, I'll leave that leave that one alone. Any other before we wrap up here, any other things that you took took away from yesterday? Uh, announcements at all you know a lot of exciting things I think um, at the end of the day um, you know all of the background that we have with SharePoint mm-hmm. is so relevant to continue to build into that investment in SharePoint that has that bright future yeah and our challenge is holding in, in the ability to grow into all those new tools um, and apply the right technology at the right time along yeah. that roadmap. Yeah. And so we've got some folks that are very excited and, and very um, chomping at the bit for all these new tools. And, and we've been talking about Gulp and Yeoman and all those kind of buzzwords that you saw in the presentation yeah. you know, two and three years ago. You know, with our three wheel labs effort, we were building things that yep. look like Delve back yeah. with popcorn. Yeah. And so we've been hungry for it and now it's becoming a reality. So that's very exciting. And I think um, it's going to re energize us as a company to see, you know, there's a bright future in SharePoint, which, you know, there were times that you wonder. You know, are we totally kicked out of building anything that's a custom experience um, on SharePoint? Or is it becoming email Mm -hmm. and it's never going to be touched? It's going to be very plain Jane. That's all you get. SharePoint, a document library, and and that's it. So we're excited. And um, and I think uh, our customers are going to see so much more value out of their collaboration experience because there's so much that's coming with the platform as a starting point and you're not stuck with what you get mm-hmm. it's extensible and that's a great story yeah i love i love um the any device i love the the fact that they're embracing other services as well oh yeah that that there's not just saying hey you need a pure microsoft experience i actually think that puts them in a better position for for companies who might want to consolidate services where they they feel like they have the option of using other 
I mean, it's one of those things. It's going to say, are you, are you going to go to the world and say, um, consumer, you have to use all Microsoft services to, to play in our platform? It, it, that, or are you going to yeah, say, you can, it, it, and just by taking that approach, it's almost like you're more open to their services because of, because of that. So I'm, I'm glad to see them do that. Yeah, I, I think Microsoft has swung that pendulum yeah. and, and swung it well. I don't think they're too far in the other direction. I think they're, they've got a right balance of providing you know, strong capabilities for their platform, but also going out there and building the best iOS apps yeah. out there um, and allowing developers to use you know, Mac OS and you know, Visual Studio Code to, to build solutions. Um, and uh, you know, provisioning Linux environments, they're they're very open. So they're they're you know really focusing on cloud first and, and services, and and so I think Microsoft is is heading in a great direction and and showing that they can reinvent themselves, yep. and that's hard to do for a company that size. So it's it's amazing to see. Yeah, and I even see it um, with the services like you know the, such a. Uh, great support for like Salesforce, where they're where you can tie into it, and they're not treating it like it's you can't access that data. And um, you know, it it's it, it it's a it's a more mature view of the world. I it think. is. It is. I think it's a more it's saying you you know what in the typical large enterprise you're you're not going to have a pure environment. People are going to be you have different departments, you have different teams, you have different reasons for using different. Um, products and services out there. Well, can we make all of these things work together better? Yeah. What a, what a great. It, yeah. It, it's our mindset, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, we, we've integrated, you know, we've created 12 different commercial integrations yeah. with SharePoint because we believe it's, uh, it needs to be an integrated world. It needs, you need to be able to take best of breed and make it work well together. So. Awesome. Well, this was great. Thank you for taking the time to do this. We'll, we definitely have some good material for follow-up podcasts as well as we as we uh, jump into some of the new products that are coming out. And uh, uh, anybody from Microsoft listening to this, thank good job yesterday. I think we're we're overall you got us excited as a partner, mm-hmm. and it was great to see that the, that SharePoint really does have a future. So thank you for uh, listening in. Thank you, Tommy, for being here. Sure, Dan. Absolutely. Everybody have a great day. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye bye.